Mr. Nice Guy, I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show, I've got hip-hop artist, MC, half of uh, the uh, duo Flowtron. Uh, we got Mike Croft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the house today, um, and uh, I'm excited to talk to him a little bit about his artistry and why he does it. So, Mike, thank you for being on the show. Thanks a lot, bro. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. How are you doing today? Man, I'm blessed, man. How about yourself? Good. I'm great. I'm uh, Good to hear um, yeah, I'm well. Uh, I rested up today. Uh, I drank a lot of coffee. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> One thing we have in common. Yes, well, yeah, right. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, just a little bit of everything today. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. Cool. But, uh, yeah, so you got your Collectivo on the ground? Absolutely. Shout out to Collectivo. <laughs> Shout out to Collectivo. Mm -hmm. Best coffee in the city. Yeah, you think so? I think so, personally. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, like, it's... Probably like the, it's like a very welcoming and like social atmosphere. Dude, I love like the lot. environment. Bro. Yeah, I love the environment. Yeah, and you yeah. can and you can get that in. It's good because it's like, it's you can get that at any collective location. Like it's a whole chain of like you get the same vibe every time, which is great. You're right. I went to the one in Madison, and same exact oh, vibe. Good. It's yeah. real chill. I was like. I can dig it. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, man. So, um, well, um, so what we talk about in Mr. Nice Guy, we examine love and fear through our creative and passionate minds. Absolutely. Um, Dope. So um, I'm interested in hearing about, because, um, I mean, I know you've been uh, making music for a long time. Uh, you said, oh, yeah, you, yeah. Me yeah. Yeah. you mentioned uh, before we uh, started recording that, Breaking Entering gave you guys your first review? Absolutely, gave Flowtron our first review for our WBLK EP. Oh, hell yeah. Produced by Charlie Hustle. Sweet. <laughs> uh, shout out to Alan. Yeah, shout out Alan and, and Charlie. And Charlie <laughs> Flow. Yeah. What year was that? Fuck. Can we cut some here? Yes, of course. Fuck. Uh, it was like, I want to say 2014. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, yeah man. A while back. Yeah, that was yeah. right around when. I feel like that was like right around the time when uh, the scene, like the music scene here, like started picking out more traction in terms of like people like taking it seriously. Yes. Like the last five years. Yeah. Absolutely, bro. And it was it was so fun to watch because it like you got to see, like you said, people taking it serious and the craft and everybody studying. Yeah. The Uptowner was popping there. Oh yeah. Tim yeah. Up Two was going on. Oh, true, yeah. You had the open mics and uh -huh. it, was so, it was awesome. Bro. Oh yeah. Missed that time. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Still get it every once in a while. Yeah, but it's you know, it's blossomed nice. Yeah. You you're talking about Uptowner right down the street. Oh yeah, Uptowner right down the street. You know, I host there for like Fucking five years, four or five years. Yeah, I went there for the first time a couple weeks ago. Uh, didn't know it was cash only. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new thing. I can't yeah. speak to it now, but you know. Yeah, but it's a very, uh, it's a beautiful bar. Oh yeah, man. Like a lot of yeah, absolutely. Oh. And you know when we were there, it was kind of like a, you know no knock, but you know like a little dive. Mm -hmm. But the hip hop man, we cultivated it. Me and Moses, shout out to Moses. Moses, yep. Man, we, you know, it was just a loving hip hop environment. Then. Yeah, oh, yeah. Totally. Well, and and it's good. There's still like, um, it's just been uh, allocated to a lot of different spots around the city now. So like, yeah, there's 
this hip hop showcases that occur at many venues around, like uh, you know, whether it's Cactus Club or whether it's Company Brewing or whether it's you know, um, I love those places. Yeah, yeah, Walker's yeah. Point Music Hall, even like uh, Cooperage, you name it. Yeah, like hip hop happens uh, everywhere now, and it, it's cool because the crowds are drawing. Yeah, and you know, I like to, you know. Take a little credit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please, no, you, by all means, you should. You know, like, because um, at that time, back then, in like 13, 14, you had the Uptowner, where, you know, your, I want to say your scientific conscious hip hop was at. Then down the street, you had Timbuktu. Yeah. Shout out to Monte Carlo and Smash. Oh, yeah. And that was the, where the more of the trap, or I wouldn't even say trap, but you know, you're more street element hip hop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, no matter what your flavor was, you could go to both places and, you know, become satisfied. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah like, um, yeah. I, um, yeah, like, and that's the thing, like, there's so many different flavors, like you just said, like, um, you know, whether it's a, a, a Te Amo Danku show, yeah. Yeah. shout out to Danku, because that shit's so much fun. It's very different. It's very yeah. old school. Right. Um, but then there's like the more that newer generation of hip-hop showcases, you know, like the work that Moke is doing with MK Expanded. Yeah, um, yeah, And yeah. House of Renji, and like all those. Shout out to House of Renji. Renji. Man. Jen. Yeah, Jen is dope, Oh, bro. he's the best. Yeah, yeah. he's dope. Jen, Jen, I think, has the record for most shout-outs on this show. I think Jen has shout-out <laughs> anyone on this show. Right. But, but rightfully so, because he really is truly like, uh, one of the most inspiring figures in the scene in terms of attitude, Absolutely. professionality. Yeah, yeah. Um, he shows up, dope. Yeah. and his music is dope. Yeah, and his music's great. You know, that's the. Yeah. You know, if you're you're a great guy and all of that, that's cool. But if the music is whack, it kind of, you know. Or like I support you and like as a person. Right. right. But, you know, but, <laughs> yeah. But on top of it, he has dope music. Yeah. Now, so absolutely. Yeah, man. But yeah. So point being, like, there's just there's a lot of different. Um, you know, manifestations of, of great hip-hop music going on. Um, even groups like Higher Power and Gorilla Ghost, you know, the work with High Tribe. Yeah, yeah, shout out to High Tribe. High I remember Tribe. when those guys first, like, kind of linked up. Yeah. Man. Yeah, shout out to Sparkus and all those oh, guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, great, like, uh, <laughs> that's, the, the, I, High Tribe shows are a fucking great time, too. I, I've yet to make it to one. Man. Oh, sure. So I have to, I have to. Yeah. That's, you know. Pretty high on my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They high tribes pretty high. Yeah, uh, they're um, <laughs> no pun. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're um, yeah. I I saw a show of theirs in at Landmark Lanes uh, back in like I think it was April. But uh, but yeah, like they're all really, really like um, very supportive. Yeah. They're they're very like they're it's a very like collective based thing. So like they love to bring people, new people and new faces into their space and want them to be part of their movement. Uh, Jeremy has taken charge of it now and uh, he's doing great work. So hip hop is, it's breathing alive and well in the city. And, um, I want to, uh, explore your part and your history in this scene. So I want to ask you a little bit about, like, I guess where you really started finding, um, you know, the, creation and curation of music as uh, an outlet for yourself? Well, I mean, it's a good question, bro. Like, you figure, when when I was coming up in the 90s, you know, I started rhyming when I was like 13. Oh, yeah? Yeah, man, like, and we didn't have this type of outlet that 
people that the teenagers even had oh, yeah. true school and all of that mm -hmm. we didn't have that then so you know we were on we were in the parks i grew up in hillside so yeah. we were in hillside we were yeah. in Lamb park yeah man so you know we would have a ball yeah yeah and that's when it all started man it started from you know like Really back in the day, rhyming in high school, rhyming in buses, rhyming in parks, and getting kicked out of parks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> You yeah, know, yeah. for rhyming, you know. Totally. Yeah. That real, like, 90s shit. Loved it, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Very, very 90s. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so, like, when did, uh, I guess, how did that uh, sort of um, evolve over the years into uh, the sort of, um, the hip-hop that you, like, started doing, like, more professionally and stuff? Right. Well, bro, it's like... I love the culture, bro. Like, I used to always say, me and um, Flowtron Pins, shout out to ST Pins. Yep. Like, if hip hop never paid a dime, I would still be rhyming. Like, I loved it. I love the culture, man. Growing up, my brother was a B boy. So I would oh, sit cool. and watch. I was like five, six, and I would sit and watch his friends in the basement. You know, Chief and Breakdance and, yo, know, <laughs> yeah. I loved it. I, yeah. I was like so enthralled, just captivated. So when it actually, when I actually had a shot to, you know, because for a few years I kind of, you know, did my other things and all right, that. Yeah. But when I actually realized like I had a shot at, okay, wow, this could actually be a career. Yeah. I could actually do this locally mm -hmm. and, you know, get a little paper. Yeah. And also help cultivate a scene that was in need of cultivation, man. And it, you know, I don't, you know, like, ah, it was then, you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's the answer. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely yeah. does. How did uh, Floatron form? <laughs> that's another good question. Me and Pins, me and Pins, when we linked up, man, that's like my little brother. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, when we linked up. We would, I had this 95 New Yorker, it's Chrysler. Oh, tight. And when I tell you, bro, from 8 in the morning to like fucking 1 in the morning, all we would do was freestyle. Oh, yeah. Like, literally freestyle. We had tons of instrumentals, and we would just rap, and drive through parks fucking loaded, and rapping. And so, we, um, my wife, who was, you know, still currently is, but then our manager, was like, hey, you guys should get in the studio. Mm. And you know, me and Pins, it was never official, it was just something we did. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is my bro, I'm hanging out with him and we rap. It's fun. Exactly. It's, it's a hobby. It was a hobby, exactly. And we got in the studio and recorded some music. People were like, bro, you guys sound really good together. And you know, it kind of stemmed from that, like, okay, well, let's take this serious. We came up, we went through all type of names and finally settled on Flowtron because yeah. we thought that was dope. And yeah. Yeah, man. And, Fucking put out a project. We met Charlie Hustle, mm -hmm. and he, you know, kind of coordinated things, and that was it. Yeah. That's awesome. So, like, uh, when? Uh, so, how long did the process of your your guys' first uh, EP take uh, once you guys formed? Well, it was funny because we had been recording in the studio like as an unofficial group for like a year. So Charlie heard this and was like, "Fuck, bro, you guys have an album done." So. Just take these songs, I'll mix them, and you throw it on a, you know, throw it on a yeah. project. And it was probably all of a, less than a year, because most of the songs were done already. Sure, yeah. Yeah, so. That makes sense. Yeah, man. Oh, that's dope. Well, yeah, um, yeah so, like, uh, I imagine you guys started, like, performing out more, like, once that, once that happened. Like, oh, uh, yeah, man. How did that sort of change the dynamic of, you know? Well, once we started performing, like, 
we our first show, our first few shows, we actually rapped over our fucking vocals. Oh yeah, right. Right, and it wasn't until somebody was like, "Hey, man," because we were literally rapping over our vocals. Yeah, yeah. and they were like, "You're not missing a beat." Why are you rapping over your vocals? We were like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah. he plays the songs and we rap. So we started doing it a cappella. Like, so let's see if we can, you know, and jam with each other. And we got the track outs and shit like that. And was like, well, fuck it. No need to rap over our vocals anymore. Let's just go fucking all the way live. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's, that's a big thing now that uh, is regularly... Uh, reprimanded is the the rapping over the vocals. Oh man, bro, yeah. You can tell who's like who's been it doing it. You know, the professionals from the non-professionals buy that right there. Yeah, yeah, you for know. Sure. Yeah, no, not to anybody that does it, but I recommend you do. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, like it's it's it honestly makes you just a lot better. You know, and absolutely. What if once you stop doing that because you know it, it kind of like forces you to like really. Um, you know, adapt your your rhythm and your and your delivery, um, to, just to just to the beat rather than like having like your vocals as like a reference point. Yeah, yeah like safety net. Yeah, yeah, the training wheels are off then. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's like bowling with bumpers. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's like you have you're forced to remember your you're actually forced to remember every line. Mm-hmm. And me and Pins. We would feed off of each other, so he's helping me with lines, I'm helping him. And so now, not only am I remembering my bars, but we're remembering each other's. Mm-hmm. You know, so you just get better overall as a performer, you know, as an MC. You talk, you know, the whole thing with MCing is the master of ceremonies. How can you control the crowd? Yeah, right. And rapping without your vocals going 100% live, even with the mishaps. The crowd is feeding into it, man. You're getting that energy, so it's like, yeah, as they're rocking, you're rocking. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, you know, when you when you're rapping over vocals, people, I don't know, to my experience, people they're into it, but not as much as without. You know, right. it's a little more calculated that way. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yes. Sure. Yeah. Totally. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, like, are you guys still active now? Well, we both we took a we went on a hiatus. You know, we had some personal matters. And yeah, you know, Floatron is like public enemy, man. It's like NWA. When you see Pins, you see Floatron. You see Croft, you see Floatron. This is a, it's a brotherhood. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? But as far as to answer your question, music, we got something brewing. Oh, good. Yeah, something good. Good. Yeah. good. I'm glad. Yeah, man. Awesome. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm. I'm I know that uh, you've been. Uh, you had been hinting for a while that you know some music has been coming up. Yeah, like I guess like where are you at with it? Well, I fucking love this. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> shout out to higher education. Right now, um, I'm a part of higher education um, with Moses Slang, Mad Static, and Philly Anderson. We're a collective, and um, actually I have a project with Mo that we're hoping to finish up very soon. I had some hiccups and health issues and all that, so it kind of slowed the process down, but I'm always in the stew, and he's definitely always in the studio, so mm-hmm. yeah, man. I have a project with Mo coming out soon, hopefully this Floatron thing will get back going really soon, and boom. Awesome. For sure. Uh, yeah, like, um, how would you, like, uh, like um, I guess these 
these projects you're you're kind of sitting on right now like I guess like uh, how do they point to like I guess like where you're at in life or like where you're at with your career right now okay well um, I don't want to recently I lost my mom back in April my condolences thank you brother thank you um, and that change it's like I told my wife like I feel a shift in my life and you know, not that I was reckless, I was never reckless or a reckless MC, but now my focus and my purpose I feel is different. I really want to express through my music, through whatever outlet, how much I really give a damn about people, mm -hmm. seriously. You know, my mom used to always tell me, boy, you need to get something running your fucking mouth. You're great at running your mouth. And, you know, when I started hosting and rapping, she was like, yeah, this is your purpose. But now I want to take that a step further. And I just really want to give back. You know what I mean? There's many ways to give back. But I want to show people that love conquers all. And that sounds cliche. It sounds corny. But <laughs> it does, though. You know. 100%. Yeah, man. And, I, you know, hey, I love a lot of fucking people, dude. Yeah. You know, seriously, man. And. I think my focus, even in my music, that's the shift. I just, I don't want to necessarily say I'm writing about love, you know, right, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. but, you know, maybe restoring hope, not just in the art, but, you know, in the community, in the in whatever, you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of what I've been on lately. For sure. Yeah, man. That's beautiful. I mean, I... Totally, I, I, I respect that, and I think that we can't get enough of that right now. Um, I mean, I'd say like, sort of. I can sense that you're a person that you love. You like to see like the good in people. You know, you don't like to like you know make uh, negative assumptions about people. Like you're not one to jump to conclusions about people. Absolutely. You like to give people a chance. You like to see the best in others, and you just want that love and that that like uh, um, camaraderie in those that you yeah. that you come across and I, I, I there's and there's like I I would consider myself a kind of person like that too Absolutely. you know like I'm not I'm not an angry person right. like there's things that in life that make me angry of course. you know like of course. right but like in general like I love people too and I yeah. love a lot of people I care about a lot of people I love hearing what people have to say love seeing how somebody you know uh, is is you know finding like meaning in this life and what they're contributing to like the world like I'm all about that like right. that's the essence of of Mr. Nice Guy here Word. and uh, like everyone is just so angry all the time you know like yeah. people are so like you know I mean they they with they do it with reason but a lot of people just have like uh they have their guard up you yeah. know, these days they don't trust people that's it I think that's the key word, not to interrupt you, but no, not at all. people are, they are guarded. But, you know, you look at the climate that we're in, I get it. I totally yeah. get it. As do I. Yeah. You know what I mean? However, I'm a person, man. You know, I read the scriptures. I'm, I'm a man of faith. And in the scriptures, it says, walk by faith, not by sight. So, what I, when I internalize that, I get that a person is guarded, but I'm going to have faith that you're not going to be 
just a dickhead mm-hmm. or just an asshole. And I think if more people did that and took that leap with other people, yeah, you'll see, you know, they'll see that, okay, maybe you don't have to be so guarded. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe you can lower it just a little bit. But I do get it. I, I understand it. it, you know? Like, a lot of people feel like they're not getting their point across, no matter what that point may be. A lot of people feel like they're, like there's a weight on them, and it is, you know, in a lot of ways. However, love conquers all, son. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta, you gotta persevere, man. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> right, no, like, that's, that's some real shit, because people, I mean, like, especially, like, you, you uh, made point of this, like, especially in the, the climate that we live in, where, you know, social media has dominated uh, our, our validation mechanisms. Absolutely. Oh my fucking gosh, yes. Yes. Yes, yeah. 100%. Where we, we look to our social media presence as indicative of our um, success yeah. uh, and our validation and our connections yeah. in life. That coupled with the fact that, you know, people have been through traumas we can't imagine. Uh, you know, person to person, that that varies, like, with every single every single case. Like, people have been through shit we don't know about. Right. And that gives them every reason to have that guardedness and have that, like, you know, feeling like they, they're they reluctant to trust people or they're reluctant to, like, put themselves out there, you know? Right. Like, I get it. I'm... I'm not a person that really operates that way, like kind of my way of dealing with shit that like I go through or like issues that I have is like, I try to, you know, connect with my world and my surroundings around me because yeah. that allows me to feel less alone. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, and it, and it makes me like, it gives me that, that sort of, um, that enlightenment with the world that like, there is that beauty around us, we just have to find it. And we have to want we have to want it. And we have to look for it. We can't like expect that I just like we can't expect that, you know, it's always gonna come to us and we can't hold this, you know, pessimistic outlook of the universe. I I, and like that's kinda where I have faith too. Like I like I like I like I have like a lot of faith that like you know the universe is like meant to unfold as it should, and I, I believe that if people do genuinely like and actively search for that beauty around them, then it will naturally it will find them. But they have to have faith that it will. Hey, absolutely, yeah. bro. That makes total sense to me. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like, hey, you know, like I said, I I, I base my life. On that, I, I I I go right into the scriptures. Anybody that knows me, I made a post the other day, just shouting out a bunch of people that I see, I consider wise counsel. Like, yeah. you know, when I'm feeling like shit, I know either one of these people that I named in the post would be there. Like sometimes they just you know hit me in my inbox, say, "Yo, how you feeling?" And but you like back to your point, you said you got to search it, and that's the truth. Scripture says, "Seek and ye shall find." And yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have to look for it. You can't live in a world and keep yourself blanketed by the bullshit in the world. Sometimes you got to pull the blanket down and look around. And right, say, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's scary. Yeah. I get it. You know what I mean? However, you know, you just may see that ray of light. Be like, right, let me travel. Let me find where that's coming right. from. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Gonna, I'm on to that. I'm on right, right yeah. there. Yeah. Hey, and I like that. 
that gives me hope. You know what I'm saying? That's what I look for. Like, yo, you know, man, when my mom passed, bro, I was at the lowest point that I thought. That she was literally my best friend in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Literally. Like, that's not just some, oh, you know, everybody knows. She was literally my best friend. So, I didn't think the world could get any bleaker than at that time. And it took for my wife to tell me, what would your mom want? And I seriously sat and processed that question. Like, mm -hmm. if I could talk to my mom, she would say, Michael, what the fuck are you doing with yourself? Yeah. Don't sit here, live. Right. Live for yeah. me, live for you. Right. You know, and I was kind of like, well, yeah. Exactly. You know, and yeah. you know, don't get me wrong. You know, I see, it's funny because I look at another person's pain to try to forget about my own, not in a selfish sense, but it's kind of like, okay, well, damn, they're going through it. Mm -hmm. And I may be going through it, but at least I have my wife or friends. Right. This person's going through it and they're by themselves. And I've seen a lot of people have lost their parents or just loved ones, period, yeah. this year. In 2019. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I look at those people and I, my heart goes to them. And in some way that gives me strength to carry on. Is that weird? You know no, I mean? not at all. You know? Not at all, right. That's you know, I don't know, man. That's that's how I that's how I deal with shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well and that is you uh looking to that to that beauty that is um that has blessed you, you know, that has uh given you that uh, it, like a, the support system of sorts, you know, yeah. like it just like having that like knowing that that's there and, and like having it be so present for you in, in your case like you know your wife like um, bringing light to you know what your mother you know raised you to do yeah and wants for you and Absolutely. wanted this for you this whole time yeah then like you know that's 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 very encouraging and and like I like I mean my mom is my best friend too and one day when she does pass I will know that as hard as it will be in that moment and will always be hard because like I you know she's literally been such a like a you know figure for me to help process my own emotions yeah. and my own journey in life absolutely you know one day when she is gone like I will know I will have you know gathered all the tools and the, the you know the the utilities that she's like raised me with like and I'm going to carry all that and apply it to how I continue to move forward, you know? A hundred percent, yo. Yeah. And that, that, just you saying that, it makes me think about my situation and it's like, yeah, my mom, she prepared me. Yeah. Without me realizing that she was preparing me. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, wow. I look at, and she was loved, yo. And it's like, I seek for that. Yo, at my mom's service, it was the first service no one was really sad. Which is weird, because she had people, I'm talking about, from CEOs to fucking country bumpkins, yo. Yeah. At her, at her services. And it was beautiful, and I was like, wow, these people really legitimately love my mom. Mm -hmm. If I could get half of that love just to give what she gave and to receive. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, with all of that being said, my focus and my writing has changed. 
You know what I mean? It was it was more so I was more so of a political MC. And I think I'll always be that in right, a sense. Right, yeah. However, instead of just fuck the system, fuck you, now it's kinda like, all right, let's let me approach it different. Yeah, you yeah, for I mean? sure. You know, let me do things out of love as opposed right. to I don't want to say anger, but you know, you know what the I'm empowerment. saying. Empowerment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, You know what I'm saying. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that is sort of the sort of the flip side of how we of political messages in art is a lot of it is out of is anger. Like that's sort of like the initialness of how we respond because anger is the most accessible emotion for us. Absolutely. But like sort of um the uh, sort of like the the, the post anger response is that empowerment. It's like okay, we've gotten that catharsis out. Now, how are we gonna like you know uplift our community? How are we gonna bring that love back? Yeah, and that empowerment is how we have uh, how we've overcome all oppressions throughout history, throughout time. How we continue to still do that is Word. through revolutions. Is through you know is through love and knowing that you know we're strong enough to overcome. Right. Um, and we're, you know, and I think that it's more important, it becomes ever so important to keep doing that, you know, yeah. because, you know, we can't be complacent as, uh, you know, our, as, you know, our current political climate makes us feel hopeless. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's more like, you know, a lot of people get, they get just so discouraged and hopeless and tired and they feel like there's, there's no that, uh, you know, there's no voice for us, but, you know, this is more important time than ever for us to be using our voice. Absolutely. We are the voice. Yeah. You're the voice. I'm You're the, the voice. Yeah. 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 We're, we are the voices. Right. People that may watch this or hear me or hear whoever, whatever platform, use that voice for the love. Yeah. Because after the destruction, after all the guns and the wars and the dust is settled, and it's time to rebuild. What do you rebuild on? Scripture says you can't build a foundation on sand. It'll crumble. It has to be a solid foundation. Yep. Love is one of the most solid things mm -hmm. out here. Legitimate love. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we got to build it on that, yo. Yeah, man. That's how I feel, you know, like. That's the one thing, like, when we were at the Uptowner, people would come and tell me, like, yo, this place is inviting. It makes me feel good here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's what my goal was. And that was just on a surface, rapping, hey, man, come here and spit your bars, level. But now it's deeper than that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like person to person. Yeah, you know. Now it's like I'm genuinely happy that you decided to come here today. I'm genuinely happy that, like, you are a part of this experience. You're a piece of this. You like this experience wouldn't be like what it is without each individual person deciding voluntarily to come here. Absolutely, you know, yo. You and you can't when you decided to come here and do this podcast. Word. Think about thinking about like you know this show, this your contribution to Mister Nice Guy Word. to to my experience here, like in doing the show, like. It wouldn't be what it is without your contribution and this exchange we've had in this past half hour. You know what I mean? Like, Thank you, man. Of course, dude. It's wise, right. It's 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 like I'm that's. Glad to be here. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad, and I'm like I'm glad you and I like just you know we met 
like, you know, our forces met and we, like, decided to sit down and have this exchange yeah, because, like, dude. that is out of the love. Yeah. You know? That's, and exactly. And, you know, hey, no shame in my game. I was nervous, bro. I hit you, like, <laughs> are you sure you want to do it? I really don't really have much. And you're like, bro, it'll be straight. I, you're right. I yeah. knew I knew it would be. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I told my wife, all right, he said it's going to be straight. I'm going on faith. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and here and here we are. Here we are. Word is bugging. Well, and I also like, also like, you know, the day I first met you, which was at the Cream City Beat Battle back in March. Yo. Shout out to Mankey. Shout out Mankey. Um, that was one of the, like, that, to this day, that was like one of the most fun shows I've ever covered for Breaking Entering. Because like, that was like a fucking blast. It was. Dude. Yeah, it was so much fun. <laughs> the energy was just wild, like rampant in the room, like when it squared down between Godzilla and Spice God. And it was like, that was a real, I think that that was a really encompassed uh, instance of like, you know, old generation Milwaukee versus the new generation of Milwaukee, right. but it was all out of love. And that's what made it dope, yo. Yeah, you know, really, like, yo. it's like, this is generational, right? Yeah, now. really. Right. Dude. We have someone who's been doing this for like decades, who's yeah. so, who's like incredibly renowned in what he does. Like he's a champion. Yeah. And then there's Spice God, new kid on the block. This up and comer. Yeah. And he's battling the great guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, Okay, why is this young guy here? Did you hear his music? And he's like, that's why he's here. Yeah, right. And then you're like, why is this old dude still here? Yeah. And then you hear his music and you're like, that's, that's why. why. <laughs> you know, yeah. Fucking hell, yeah. yo. Oh, shout out to Mikey. We will be doing uh, Cream City Beat Battle. Yes. Ooh. I saw it. I yeah. saw it on Facebook. Word is by. Shout out to Moses, man. I can't shout that dude oh, out enough, man. man. That's I want him in here. I've been, I've been trying to get a hold of Moses. I want him on a Nice Guy episode. So Moses, if you've watched this far... Please get in this room. Get in here. Yeah. Maybe I can pull a little string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twist his arm a little. Right. Please do. He's a, he's, he's a great dude. Oh, uh, yeah. But, and he's uh, been through a lot as well. Yeah. So he has a great testimony, yo. Right. You know what I mean? All, I mean, and all of these people do. You know, like, that's why, like, they're, you know, such, uh, there's so much magic that enters the room is because, like, there is real, like, heart and soul behind, like, the artistry and yeah. behind the... You know, behind the the curation of these of these events, right? Um, and right now, like, and Austin is doing awesome ass shit in uh, L.A. right yeah, now. Yeah, dude. With Atlantic. I, yeah, I just talked to him, and he's like, "Yeah, man, you know, basically fucking running Atlantic." Like, he didn't say that. <laughs> I'm like, "Well, hey, fam, don't forget about us here." Right, man. right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But shout out to that guy, man. He's doing well. Oh, very well. Shout out to my homeboy, Mellow G. Mellow G. Yeah, he did this. Dope sells itself. Oh wow! He has a chocolate dope uh, clothing line. I think that's the label. I don't want to be fucking it up if I do. Sorry. I'll double check it. Right, but yeah, man, a lot of great things are happening in a city. Man. Uh, From clothing lines to music outlets to people putting out their shit. Right. And this podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shout Thank out to you. you dude. Thank you, dude. I yeah, appreciate man. it, man. I do appreciate it a lot. And, um, you know, thank you for uh, just all the beauty and the positive energy that you contribute thank to you. this scene, man. Thank you so, so much, bro. That means a lot to me. Dude, so so uh, bless up uh, for the mic. Croft? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man, so beautiful conversation. I'm glad you, I'm glad that, uh, you know, the universe aligned for today to, for us to be, be doing here, it. Bro. Yeah, man. So tell me... Um, where are we at? Yeah, there, ah, we, there, there we, we go. go. There we go. So that <laughs> blows out of the way. Um, so tell me, what keeps you up at night? What 
keeps me up at night. What keeps you up at night? Fucking Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, <laughs> oh I grew up on that. Yeah. I grew up on Mortal Kombat. I was like, so I was playing like the Mortal Kombat from like the, like the, the, like the Deadly Alliance and the Deception and or, the Armageddon. Yeah. Armageddon was dope. Yeah. Like the 3D. Like yeah. that was, that was like what I grew up on. Yeah. But I haven't even really played like the new Mortal Kombat. Oh, so I haven't played video games too much these oh, it's days. it's fucking incredible, man. Is it? Yeah, you're still. Oh man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta re- revisit the combat universe. Yeah. Um, what puts you to sleep though? Prayer. Prayer. Yeah, absolutely. That's 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 love, man. That's beauty. <laughs> and I'm and I'm and also I do like I do really um, admire like the scriptures that you brought into the relevance of this conversation. Thank you, man. Because you know they're there for a reason. There is for a reason, son. Word <laughs> yeah. up, yo. Thanks for being on the Thanks show, Thanks for that, brother. Yeah. Thank you, man. Cheek, uh, keep uh, keep an eye out for the music coming out. Uh, keep an eye out. Yeah, so. And Cream City Beat Battle 2, hosted by yours truly. Moses on the tables. It's going to be dope. Do you have a date for it? October or something. October something. I'll, I'll tag it. I'll <laughs> thank, look it up. I'll do the research. <laughs> so thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Peace. Mr. Nice Guy.